0: What is good America? It's your boy Sherman Obed, back once again on your TV screen, or on your on your computer screen, sorry, and bringing you another fantastic episode of What's the Word, Entertainment. We're back we're better than ever. We had a couple of weeks off, I believe. Obed, you were away.
1: I had to uh, Puerto Rico called. <laughs> I,
0: I, you were in PR. I was over in DR. I, I, I see you got the little tan going on, really fresh. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit, so I'm head off today. But dude, I am I'm looking real dark. I'm almost almost as dark as you all, man, but not quite there yet. <laughs> Then <laughs> so we gotta go on vacation again. <laughs> I, I know, right, dude? I'm telling you, another tri- another another week out there. I'll, I'll be, I'll be on your level. Not <laughs> right there yet. Yeah. How, how was your trip? How you feeling, man? It
1: was fantastic. I don't know if you could just send 12 men to Puerto Rico. Uh, we actually stumbled upon a party that was a a plate dinner that was like $2,000 a plate. And mm-hmm. my man came through and was like, hey, you can't stand there. I was like, oh, this is still America. I can stand here. And then he showed me he has an M16. I said, you know, what? I'm just going to walk off. I'm going to go this way.
0: Who's the hangout back here? Got him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, I'm glad he had a good time. I know I definitely had a good time as well. Anyway, let's get right into it. I know we've got a lot to talk about today since we've been off the past couple weeks. Um, so, when I start off with some college ball, a little bit, we're going to talk about the NCAA tournament. As of course we both know, Virginia came out victorious over Wahby Texas it's over Texas Tech, eighty-five to seventy-seven, and then in the men's tournament championship, it was Virginia's first national title. And um, know we were kind of talking about this before. You know, how much really did? did Virginia really deserve this or you know or whatever how much really uh I felt I kind of felt like they had an easier path to the final I would agree Then, then, excuse me then uh Texas Tech did I mean I don't know if you agree on that or not but I, I definitely agreed La- last thing you wanted this team getting
1: embarrassed by a hard three shooting UMBC team again
0: uh, know, Kansas, yeah. yeah almost forgot about that yeah from last year right I mean, but Texas Tech. I mean, look at look at the you know they took down Michigan, they took down Gonzaga no, number two Michigan. They took down number one Gonzaga, um, number two Michigan State, and of course number one uh, Virginia. Yeah. So Texas Tech definitely had a good solid run, uh, but Virginia, Virginia, I think had. I mean, if you look just looking at the seeding in the from the tournament, they had you know of course they were the number one seed, so they faced, they, they, they faced a sixteen seed. Yeah. Number nine, Oklahoma. Number 12, Oregon. Number three, Purdue. Then number five, Auburn. That Purdue
1: game was a battle, too. I think I remember that Purdue game was yeah. a battle.
0: Yeah, that probably was one of the best games of the tournament, Virginia-Purdue. Um, I think Virginia won that one by five. Not to put anything against any of these other teams, uh, but just, like I said, the level of competition that Texas Tech went against, I think was a little bit higher than virginia But, you know, that's where the tournament is, man. You you never know. Anyone could come out with a W on on any given day. So it only takes us one shot, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. And looking at some of the way the games have gone recently, uh, I would say for the tournament this year and maybe last year, you can be – you can be sent home on a last-minute shot. It doesn't matter. Whoever's out there, if they came to play their best game that day, they could win. Like, Texas Tech was getting blown out in this game against UV, UVA uh, very early in the game, but then ended up pulling it off and coming back. Um, I, I mean, I think it was it was great shooting. I think it was a great game. Um, both teams definitely played their, played their behinds off. I think we got a good final that one.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Also over on the uh, women's side, uh, it was Baylor victorious over Notre Dame. Um, 82 to 81. You know it's funny. It's we're all, we're so used to seeing the UConn women's team in the yeah. in the title games. You know yeah. they've been in the final four now. I think it was what 12 or 12 straight seasons. I believe it is yep. um, at least in the final four. But you know uh, it's it's is I think the last one in what 2016. I believe was their last title. So now what three three years in a row they haven't won. Um, is I guess the dynasty is over. You know UConn just destroying everyone. He went on, you know, an 81 game win streak back in the day, you know, things yeah. like that. So, but I mean, congratulations to the, the the women's Baylor basketball team, yeah, there and their victory. So, um, you know, I think that was a good. Day. I mean, that game, like I said, that came down to a one point game there. So that was, you know, people were talking about that. That was one of that was what a great game as well too. You know, some people may not watch women's college basketball, but that yeah. was just a. A solid game just to be I, I
1: would agree uh, the, my understanding is that it's the most uh excuse me the highest viewership in the last 15 years of the women's tournament uh and it was it was a good tournament some people say it's because they were in a different location than before but i feel yes. like the competitiveness uh the the actual competition was way higher than what i would expect in the past where it's just like oh it's gonna be yukon yukon's just gonna blow through and do whatever right um, I, 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 you know, I think that alludes to a question like, "Is the UConn dynasty over? Have we seen the last of UConn coming out and being a stud out here and just like putting our money on Gino? Gino is giving these post-game interviews now, where it's just like he has to. I, I wouldn't say he's making concessions, but I would say that he has to answer for something that's not used to his norm. It's it, he looks like he looks like Greg Popovich with the uh, the. Um, San Antonio Spurs now, who did or who are one up over the uh the Denver Nuggets, but it's like it's not what we're used to. We're used to seeing you in the final, we're used to seeing you mm-hmm. pick the big one. Now mm-hmm. you're playing for your life to get in the tournament and then being that team knocking on the door and not getting it. So, what, what do you think? You think the dynasty's over?
0: I don't, I mean, they're still around. Like I said, this is what I think it's 12 straight Final Fours for UConn. They're still going to be relevant. They were a number two seed for the first time, I think, since, or they, they were not a number one seed for the first time since 2006, I believe. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, they're still, I, I mean, kind of to kind of dig a little bit, dude, I mean, I think they're still going to be a force to be reckoned with because Gino Ariema yeah. e. is still there and at, the, at, the, at the helm for them. But uh, I mean, just as far as winning are, I think I think some guys, some people, or some schools have you know figured it out. Like, hey, you yeah. better do better recruiting. You know, take a, maybe take out take a little bit of, from, from Geno's playbook a little bit, and um, yeah. get get past them. So, anyway, moving on, let's get over into the NBA now. Of course, last week, uh, this past week was Dwayne Wade's final game in the NBA. it um, was it was announced earlier in the year that he was you know this was going to be his last dance, last ride. Of course, in his last game, he went out with a bang. In his last game against the Nets, he finished with a triple double at 25, 11, and 10. Now, Wade, of course, you know, the fo- the former fifth overall pick in the 2003 draft, which was that draft was loaded. As you Loan know, up. LeBron went at number one, Carmelo at number three, his, his you know, their friend Chris Bosh at number four. Yeah. So, you know, that draft was absolutely loaded. But Wade is an absolute, you know, hands down future <laughs> Hall of Famer. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, five finals appearances, three championships. Chips, one finals MVP, a 13-time All-Star. I mean, what can we really say more? What can more, what more can we say about Dwayne Wade? You know, what I mean that hasn't been said already. He's yeah. a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal player. I mean, my question to you, Bet, is where would you put Dwayne Wade amongst the all-time great shooting guards and then amongst the overall all-time greatest players?
1: I mean, all time greatest players, and and we—I I don't know if we have talked about this, but I have talked about this with other people. I think maybe like my my, my lunch crew uh, mm-hmm. that when you look at what happened to the Lakers after Kobe left is different than what happened to the Heat after uh, LeBron left and after Chris Bosh left. Mm-hmm. I see a team that was built around a player who was able to distribute the ball, who was able to make other players around him play better, mm-hmm. and. You know, when you see a guy like him coming off the bench and saying, hey, I'm going to play whatever minutes you need me for with these new guys and they're still winning games. I feel like, conversely to a Lakers team that doesn't have Kobe and is abysmal at this time when they don't have LeBron or is abysmal, Mm -hmm. they brought in guys that he felt like he could play with. He felt like he would play with. And I see him barking at guys. I see him coaching on the the court as much as anybody else. Um, Best players in the game ever. He's got to be on that list. I mean, at least in the top twenty for what he was able to do. He I won championships yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, sorry,
0: ahead. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I mean, just as far as I would say, just as far as shooting guards, I mean, he's probably number three behind Jordan, Kobe, Jordan, and Kobe. Maybe, maybe, so, maybe exactly. people say just you no know, top five, but I mean, as far as just straight up shooting guards, he's in. I'd say he's in the top five all time as far as shooting guards. Like I said, if not, maybe number three behind Jordan and Kobe um, of all time, though. You know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. You know, he's the 10th highest scoring NBA player by total career playoff points. You know, he's averaged for his career, what, 22, five and five or just about, you know, uh, you know, his numbers, like I said, he's a Hall of Famer. You know, I mean, he's one of the greats to ever play it. Yeah. he's he's probably top like you said i think but, maybe look, top, top 20, 20 right i don't know so i wouldn't say top 10 but maybe maybe, maybe top 25 if you want to really argue but in yeah. top 20 i i i could see people putting him at top 20 of, of all time of nba players it's crazy to think we're
1: having this conversation at our age about these guys who we've watched for so long but like they need to be added to the canon uh, right. and what i think about you know what happens when i does does uh james harden play shooting guard was he was he a shooting guard well, for?
0: Technically he he's a listed as a point guard, but he's not a point guard. He was no. a shooting guard. Yeah. And he was a point guard before they had a Chris Paul because they didn't have a point guard. Yeah. But ever since Chris Paul is back, it's funny because he's still labeled as a point guard in um like on the in, in the books, which is just okay. weird. But he's a shooting guard. Let's be honest. He's so a
1: shooting if, guard. I, I I completely agree with you. I agree with you that he is a shooting guard. His job is to come out here and make buckets. Yes. Now, when I, when I think about that in relation to who we're looking at currently, if we say that it's uh, Jordan, Kobe, and then uh, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. what happens when he makes his, you know, when he, when he punches his ticket so that he can become uh, a Hall of Fame shooting guard? What, he's probably, I, you're telling me Dwayne Wade's at, at 25, 5, and 5. We have to be like, let's, you know, objectively, do we think... Uh, somebody like James is gonna be at thirty five, two and two. You yeah. know, and could I say that he's one of the best if your job is to shoot, then you're doing that, but how much you help your team, you know?
0: Right. I mean just be like I said, but just because you can shoot forty you can make forty points a game is your overall game uh just as great you know what I mean Um, yeah
1: exactly and I think Dwayne Wade's overall game is far higher than James Harden's overall game game, consistently through his career so I can understand where you are coming from when you say shooting guard at at the number three spot I can see that because he made everyone else better around him
0: right I mean you may even put Jerry West I I would probably say you put you put Jerry West up amongst that top five uh maybe Clyde Drexler Allen Iverson you know, so I, but I think Wade was Allen a a shooting guard or a point? He, I he, I think technically he was. I think he played point somewhat for them, he had but a I, shooting guard numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, really, he was. You know, but he, but he did play the point for Philly for a for a while. Um, but even so, I mean, I mean, I think about you know like even Tracy McGrady, you know George George Gervin, uh Ray Allen. You know, yeah. so but uh, I think he's I still top five anyway though. But yeah, I think he's still top five. Um, also, also well, some, some other retirement news. Dirk Nowitzki officially announced he was going to retire. Throw it up for my man Dirk. Um, he uh always said you know he, well he never said throughout the season, oh this is gonna be my last year. He never came out and said it. So yeah. finally, the last Mavs home game, he said it. That was his last home. When we, I mean, it was all figured. We all probably, we yeah. all knew it. Yeah. You know, the former ninth overall pick in the '98 draft. He was drafted by the Bucks and immediately traded to the Mavs. By the way, that was the same draft when Michael Olawa Candy went number one to the Clippers, which is ridiculous. You know, Wow. Biggest number one bust. Um, yeah. D- yeah. But Dirk, which I mentioned in a couple episodes before, Dirk, two finals appearances, one championship um, with a finals MVP in, in 2011, of course, over the Heat, over Dwayne Wade's team, um, one, one league MVP in, in 07, a 14 time All Star. Same question, where does he rank amongst the greatest power forwards or overall players of all time? so
1: that list is long and continuing to fill in with players. and LeBron is going to shortly add to that list as well if you if you look at LeBron as a power forward
0: well, I mean he's technically a small forward, but he can play the four, but technically he's a small forward, I believe
1: I, I just i there's he can a
0: play, lot of he can play the power forward
1: yeah, that's it's. Uh, it's tough because he's and even this year he was hitting buckets left and right. It's like, oh, the three balls, the game. That's what we do. I've been I've been out there. You go. I think he was just trying to pad his stats for that record uh, so we can get that highest uh, score record that he could. But um, the fact that he was stroking those shots, you know, I, I, is a testament to the international reach of the game. For a player like him to come out. Uh, where does he
0: rank? Man, I don't know. I mean, I'm using i p I'm putting him top ten power forwards of all time. You think so. The, I was thinking yeah.
1: top fifteen, top twenty, honestly. Dude, I
0: mean, I mean, obviously Tim Duncan's number one. Yeah. You got Carl Malone, Charles Barkley up there. Uh, maybe uh, uh, what about um Robinson? Robinson. David Robinson was a center, I believe. Oh, um, center? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, you got KG you can put in there, you know, Dennis Rodman. I'm Davitsky, I'm definitely putting the top ten. Maybe even top five power forwards of all time. As far as greatest players of NBA of all time, he's probably he's yeah I would say he's top fifty and maybe I you know mean what that's... top sixty. You know it's it's hard it's so hard it's so difficult to you know when you're ranking you know, players especially exactly. you know if you look if you know if you if you come from a generation where you grew up you know watching like Kevin McHale and yeah, and yeah. Jerry West and things like oh, that because as I mentioned you know what I mean and before, Isaiah
1: Thomas in his prime yeah, yeah
0: yeah you know so it's always hard to say but uh, but congratulations. Again, to Dwayne, give it up for Dwayne Wade and uh, Dirk Nowitzki going out on you know their retirement last year. So congratulations to them on their incredible careers. Um, next, I wanted to mention I don't know if you saw this, but Magic Johnson. He, not he, he, funny he, anymore. He's not gave, funny he, anymore. He gave up. He he officially said he was stepping down as Lakers president. He just said you know like you said it wasn't fun for him. You know, he it was. I think it has to do with him just wanting to. Discuss, talk about whatever he wants, whenever he wants, not be limited about you know this um, tamp these tampering rules and whatever. I don't, you know, I was gonna say, you know, was he just overwhelmed? Did he did just not really want the job? I think he was. He he got blinded by all the the bright lights and and and, yeah. shiny, and shiny things or you know hanging hanging hang in, in front of him like a like a child you know with yeah. some shiny keys like oh look you know what I mean yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, it's that that new that new toy you got you get on Christmas like yeah oh, you know what I mean so, <laughs> wait my entire life for this thing
1: that you got bought me I'm gonna have a no thing next year that I wait my entire life for
0: exactly so I think that's what it was and he realized you know what I don't really want to do this you know I mean the thing is and Genie Bus gave him complete control. He could have traded players. He could have fired the coach. Yeah. He could he could have do whatever he wanted to.
1: Based off his name, fame. Based off his name, fame.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, and obviously he's a Lakers legend, but I don't know. Maybe the pressure. I don't know. You think it was too much pressure dealing with LeBron? You know, being You know, just having to develop. You know, and get a winner. You know, now. Yeah. I just don't know what it really was. Uh, he says it would just. I saw an interview. I don't know if you saw with him with uh, Rachel ESPN's Rachel Nichols the other day. He just said yeah, and she's like, "Oh, you look happy." He's like, "Yeah, I'm very happy right now." He was quite. He's quite content with him stepping out, resigning from Lakers president. He's he's good. Uh, I don't know who they're gonna bring in. I don't know how you feel about it, but for me, really- it's
1: it's it's a it's a decision. Well, not a decision. It is a question of how much does this player care about the actual game on the business side like players love the game but they never look at it from a side where like i'm not in the game right the business side looks at it from i don't know the game but i understand the business of it how do we make it popular how do we make it good how do we, you know and those things are a complete like di- dynamic we're not the joy of hanging out in the gym with the boys and shooting around is not what Being a general manager or president of a company is, you know, and if you're not signed in for that part of it, uh, and this happens in international rules football all the time, they bring back a, uh, you know, a veteran from the game who used to play for them. And sometimes it doesn't work out because that individual doesn't have the business acumen for get the best players or find players that mesh or understand how many picks you have now that you can trade away or alienating a team because you want to trade those guys when you know that that you want this one guy for all of them and they had no idea they were on the trade block um i don't think that that stuff was funny was fun for magic i think magic enjoyed being a laker as a player but i don't think magic really enjoyed ever being a executive for the lakers
0: yeah and i I, i'm gonna agree with you there dude it just I just don't think it was the same thing. You know, he wanted to be able to talk about other players and congratulate other players and do work in the community, which he says he wants to continue to do. So, yeah. I think he just he said he just wants to be Magic Johnson. That's it. He doesn't, you know. So he wants to do other things. I, uh, respect. I respect that. Yeah, good for him. You know, and other like news. They they let go of head coach Luke Walton after three seasons. He was so he had two years left on his contract. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's always a rough thing, you know, when you let a coach go. But you know, yeah. was it him? Was it not? I don't know. Uh, he doesn't
1: have players to work with, and he's a young guy. What do you expect? I mean, yeah. you can hit me with the nepotism game. Of course, he has this job because his father was a very famous Laker, and he was a Laker himself. But you didn't. He didn't have a lot to work
0: with. So yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean. Luke Walton. They started off the season, you know, decently well. You know, they were, you know, when before LeBron got hurt with the groin injury, I think they were what fourth in the West. And when he came back, they just weren't the same. They finished what thirty-seven and forty-five this year. I mean, every all three seasons he's coached, you know, he's, he's, they've been under five hundred record. You know, um, it was. I, I, but I don't really think you can blame it on Luke Walton, though, dude. I no, just, I
1: cannot. I don't. I mean, it's the same. You just, got the Vance Joseph treatment. The Vance Joseph yeah. is not the reason that the Denver Broncos are not doing well. I yeah. don't think. Uh, it's Luke the,
0: you don't have the players. You don't have the players. And everyone thought just because you have LeBron James, you're automatically going to go to the playoffs. You know, you know. I think my boy, DB even said it. You know, uh, they're going to go to the deep in the playoffs. They'll make the Western Conference Finals just with LeBron, dude. Just because you have LeBron, I get it. He's he's the best player in the game. But you need other pieces to at least contribute. And he wasn't getting the help. They've got too many young guys and Lonzo yeah. and Ingram and, you know, and Kuzma. It's just – I think I thought, and I thought, think LeBron thought it was going to be easier than what he thought it was. Um, that,
1: that makes me wonder about he, – he, he pulled his own Magic Johnson thinking it was going to be easier <laughs> than it actually was.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Very good point. Very good point. You know, what's going to happen with the Lakers in the offseason? Are they going to continue to go – are they going to go after A.D.? What's going to happen? I think they need to go after Kemba Walker hard, you know, because he's an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Maybe even go after Clay Thompson. McBoogie Cousins on a, was on a one-year deal as well with the Warriors, but... They, uh, could, they could
1: revamp this entire team. It could be the Show all over again, it's just depending on what who's at the helm making these decisions. You know, I don't know if somebody's thinking about Kemba Walker. If you tweet them at their Twitter handle, I'm sure somebody will slide that over and be like, oh man, this is a great idea, but mm-hmm. you need to... I, I, I we, we talked about this in the past. Te- these teams are made up of guys who are fantastic players who are kind of under the radar. Kemba Walker, fantastic player under the radar. He could sign a huge contract and people be like, "Oh man, Kemba Walker moved to da da da." da. Mm-hmm. If Kemba Walker moved to the Lakers, people would be like, er, You know, like yeah. it would be a move you would have to think about and respect, but are they thinking that? We what we've seen from the Lakers recently, they're not on that tier of like we're trying to get better. They're not doing the Denver Nuggets thing, bring in Jokic, do these things. They're not they're not thinking like then uh, Dallas Mavericks level, bring in these players, make these trades, bringing in Christoph Porzingis, right? Like long-term, long-term, you got LeBron, right? They're in that mindset. We got LeBron. So what?
0: Yeah. I, I just don't think, yeah, they, they need more than just just LeBron, you know, but are they going to go after AD is the big question. Um And speaking of AD, I don't know if you saw on his last game, <laughs> Um, he wore a shirt that said, that's all folks. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Some the Looney Tunes cartoon back in the day. I think he's done. Yeah. I think he's done in, in New Orleans, you know, uh, uh, it's not really a good look, by the way, wearing the shirt. No. I don't think at this point, I don't think, I just don't think he cares. He's still trying to show like, yo, F these guys, I'm done. I'm out. Peace. But you know, what does it say to his pl- uh, players on that team? Like, dude, are you just going to abandon us? All right, yo, kick. They're probably like at this point they're like probably telling me, "Yo, kick Rocks, dude, I'm out. It'll yeah. Be out, dude, you yeah. know what I mean?"
1: So That's yeah. always a tough a tough uh place to to be in like, "Well, you know what? I don't particularly fuck with this team. Excuse part of my bench. I don't really mess with this team anymore." Um And they have gone to their levels of pettiness in our contract negotiations and all that stuff. They're like, all right, it's not me against you guys as my teammates. It's about the organization, but Mm -hmm. the teammates are connected to the organization. They don't have the opportunity to be, like, the number one draft pick, big guy who LeBron is expecting to be on his team kind of person. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on, let's go into some of the uh, playoff matchups here. Let's begin with the Eastern Conference. As you know, the NBA playoffs did start yesterday, on Saturday um so we had first game i think yesterday was the number six seed nets versus the number three seeded philly Luffy 76ers nets won that game 111 to 102 which is surprising it was in philly you know i was not expecting the nets come out looking as good as they did i think at one point they were up by 17 at one point the, what? Nets, the nets got it to within two i mean the sixers got it within two and then they lost it again you know so, yeah the nets were, were nets were balling dude Oh. Um I, I, I was I was quite shocked um at at you know at watching that game yesterday, you know. Uh I, I, I just, you know Jimmy Butler, you know, did go off. You know, I think he had what uh like 30 something. He had what 36 points.
1: I'm not surprised. Uh,
0: and bead had twenty two and fifteen. Um, you know, not much help from the bench, but you know, a great all around game for the Brooklyn Nets. Um D'Angelo Russell, he had, he had twenty six. Um, Harris had 13, Carroll had 11, you know, um, Dinwiddie off the bench had 18, Levert off the bench had 23. So I I was very shocked that the Nets pulled this one out. I still think I'm still going to go with my pick. I'm still picking the Sixers to win the series. I think they're going to actually, I think they're going to rattle off four in a row. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, Just, just my opinion, you know? Um, and I think, you know, they'll, they'll get back and I'm not sure how you feel about it. What's your take take is on this new look Brooklyn Nets team, but
1: and I got some hot takes, Like I, I think I could I could see them winning. I don't know about Raoul right 4, I could see them winning. Um, the 76ers just need another year to mesh, you know. I think mm-hmm. it, it's they looked almost too James Harden Rockets-ish, right? Their <laughs> like your work is coming from that one guy And in yeah. a one-o-two and thirty and, and a, a greater than third of your points came from. You know, uh, about Butler. You know, I mean, as, as, you know, I mean, I know that's a good team. They have, they have years of experience built up to this point. But playoff basketball is another, and this will, this will come in later when I talk about the San Antonio Spurs because I feel like the San Antonio Spurs could go hit that at four. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I would agree with you. I think, I think the Nets show that like we're
0: ready to go. Russell looks good. Wow. Yeah, dude. Good. You know he's what very, I mean. Like, First time All Star. Yeah, you know, former number two overall pick by the Lakers. He looked. He's doing. D'Angelo Russell. I think he's proving some people wrong here. Yeah, I would agree. I, would agree. I, I think they need to. Obviously, they need more pieces to really win. You know, I think they're going to try to sign a max player this off Yeah, I think they got room. They they definitely have room for one, maybe even two. But you know, I think the thing is in you know, the marquee. Team in New York is the Knicks, of course, in Madison Square Garden, you know. But do do, do players want to be in Brooklyn? You know, who knows? I think they should look at it. You know, it's it's a good look.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, another matchup, number seven Magic vents the number two Raptors. Magic get another upset victory there. Um, they came out with that victory, one hundred four to one hundred one. Um, I'm still going to pick Toronto to win this series.
1: Okay. I okay. uh, yeah, you can't bet on uh, on uh, Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard. You know, it's it's tough to say, hey, he's not going to pull this out, but.
0: Right. I mean the the magic had a get had a, had a good performance from their player, yeah. Henry Gordon yeah. had a double-double. Yeah. Double. He had 10 and 10. Yeah. DJ Augustine had 25, you know. But um as you mentioned Leonard, he had, he had what? 25 points, you know, six six boards, three assists. Uh, you know, I, I, I Lowry here's the thing. Kyle Lowry donut. Over 7 from the field, including over 6 from three-point range and over 2 from the free throw line. You, yeah. you, you, you need you need your top players to, to, to contribute. You,
1: you know? can't. That's not acceptable. It's unacceptable. It's not. You, can't, it's not. you can't come out and pull some numbers like that because that's just you're He's hurting the team. We could have won this game easily if you'd done something.
0: Yeah, he and they only lost by three. He has, you know, what I mean, make make, make a couple of those free throws. Who knows? You know, 15 points. Any he averaged 15 points, and it's a game. You're done. Yeah, you know, um, he's 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 an all star. He's the, he's one. Of the, he's that team leader. He's been there forever. You know, yeah. I can't believe he just put up a, a donut like that, doing nothing. You know, um, Van Fleet off the bench, uh, Van yeah, Van Fleet off the bench at a fourteen. You know, and then this Larry had nothing. So that, but I don't think that'll continue. Again, I think the Raptors will pull out. Um, the victory in this series. I don't know who. You t- I'm just guessing you're taking the Raptors as well to win this series.
1: Man, I do. I just. I want to. I want to feel like Kawhi is not going to come out here and just get blown out like that by the Nets. You know, I, I just. I feel like he should be able to bang with them. I. I, I will take. Well, I'll go Raptors. I'll go Raptors.
0: Yeah, over the Magic. Okay. Um, also in the East, I don't know if you saw today's game. The uh, Celtics defeated the Indiana Pacers. Celtics won that game, eighty-four to seventy-four. The Pacers don't have Victor Oladipo. I think this is a wash. I think the Celtics will actually sweep this series. I would agree with you on that. One. I think they're going to sweep. Yeah, I mean, without they can, they can win
1: this game easily. though. Indiana just can't keep up.
0: Yeah, without Oladipo, I don't think the Pacers can really keep up with Boston. Uh, so, I mean, Boston. That's, I think it's foregone conclusion that they'll be in the second round. Um, a matchup that's actually believe going on right now is the number eight Pistons against the number one uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Going to take the Bucks, of course. Yeah, I'm calling okay. King. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the
1: name. That Greek freak, they call me Antetokounmpo.
0: Yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, let them know. Let them know, Greek freak. Yeah, the best record in the NBA. You have the yeah. possible MVP um, winner yeah. in, in uh, Tacumpo. Yeah, Bucks and four. I'm going with that one. I, I agree with that one. Yeah. Moving on to the West, um, the only home team to – well, me, not second home team. The first home team to win yesterday was, was uh, the Warriors. They beat, they beat yeah. the Clippers yeah 121 to uh 104 um
1: hilarious hilarious game
0: warriors doing warriors things i'm gonna say this is a sweep as well curry had 38 and 15 boards surprisingly led the team in rebounds um but that was interesting 38 and 15 Durant had 23 uh draymond showed up 17 points that more than his usual averaging four for the season or whatever it was right yeah um you know clay had 12 boogie had nine you know so they played a very balanced game knowing that
1: they didn't need to do too much to get this w
0: yeah yeah i think this is a no-brainer as well Too warriors will win this series i'm saying it's a clean sweep for the warriors um next matchup we met you mentioned it briefly before spurs beat the nuggets a 101 to 96 now the nuggets they're surprisingly in the number two seed this year they surprised a lot of people um, you know, moving that high, but Nikola Jokic, Jokic, uh, he's a he's a heck of a player. He's an all star. He had ten. He had a triple double. He had 10, 14, and fourteen. So good for him. But
1: he, he's like their Dirk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, dude. And I'm gonna say, and I don't know if you agree. I think I said it once before. But the Spurs are the Patriots of the NBA. I agree. They're always, they have great, phenomenal coaching. One of the best coaches in the game. Yeah. And they're always consistent. They've been in the playoffs. I believe for 20 straight seasons or 21 straight years in the playoffs. Yeah. This you is know, the
1: think will give them against a young team like the Nuggets. The young the Nuggets are good, but the Nuggets are young.
0: Exactly, you know, and that experience does play play a hand in it. You know, with LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan leading the way. You know, I can see the Spurs actually, you know, the number seven number seven Spurs upsetting the number two Denver Nuggets in this series. I think it may go six for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, but, may, you know, maybe maybe even seven. But I can actually see the Spurs coming out with this victory. The Spurs are better than what their seed dictates. Yes. Um, and like you said, the Nuggets are very young, which means they're inexperienced. Um, and like I said, the Spurs are the Patriots of the NBA and like the Patriots are the Spurs of the NFL. They're always consistent. Great coaching. They're not always they're not we don't win a championship every single year, but they're always in the mix.
1: Yes. In the conversation. Keep yourself Absolutely. in the conversation.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, the other matchup that actually happened today, just a few hours ago, the Blazers defeated the Thunder yep. 104 to 99. I'm um, kind of
1: surprised by that. Honestly, I don't know where that game was played, but it was in Portland. It was I, in
0: Portland. So that makes it's, sense.
1: Then. I was um, concerned. I was like, what is, what is happening on Mr. Triple double over here?
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, Russ. you know, I think, excuse me here, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm going to, Man, I you know, I really want to. I want to pick the Thunder. Yeah, I really do. Um, I just don't know what what is you know what really is going to happen. Like you said, with Mister Triple Double over here, Russ. He's not, not getting gonna, any help. He's not getting any help. Yeah, I mean, he, he did, he he did had
1: have a before Paul George had twenty six. Yeah, Russell Westbrook had a triple double. Yeah, I was going to say he did yeah.
0: have a triple double twenty four ten and ten, yeah. but I you know I just I'm, I'm very surprised that the Blazers you know, are consistently that median or average team. Um, And I think they will continue to be unless they get more help because I don't think Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum can do it themselves. Ever since, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge left, I felt like that was their downfall, letting him go to the Spurs. They had a big three. Yes, that's exactly my point where I was going. They had a big three there. Um, You know, but Lillard, Lillard went off today. He had 30. Enos Cantor had 20 and 18. Uh, CJ McCollum had 24, you know, but you know, but even on the Thunder side, Paul George had 26. Team Adams had had 17 and nine. Uh, I, I was, I'm, I'm, I still want to pick the Thunder, yo. I just, I do. I just really don't believe in the Blazers, you know, depth. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very surprised they got this victory. I mean, i I was just surprised, like I said, it was, it was in Portland, as we said. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You know, what? I'm gonna go Thunder. I'm playing, I'm saying Thunder wins this series. I'm with
1: Thunder. I'm with Thunder. I have to put my my chips on the team that's been here before, played all the way to the final, right? It's it, it's. I don't believe that. I don't think Russell Westbrook is gonna let us down. I don't think Russell Westbrook is gonna let let everyone down and let the Portland Trailblazers move on to the next round.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the uh, Portland Trail in this one, and the last matchup that's gonna be happening later tonight, I believe, is the number five Utah Jazz against the number four Houston Rockets. I'm gonna go Rockets all the way in this one. Rockets, Rockets all the way. Maybe probably Rockets. I'm gonna say Rockets in five. If it, if it's not a sweep, I'm gonna say Rockets in five.
1: I I agree with that. If not a sweep, I because I can see the sweep.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely on that one. Anyway, let's um, move on from the NBA. Oh, also, one moment. Breaking news. My man, El Tigre, Tiger Woods, has officially won the the, the Masters. Give it up, my man. Tiger is back. Woo! Let's go. El Tigre. Tiger Woods, y'all. It's all good, y'all. Yo, Tiger is back, baby. He wins his first Masters since 2005. Congratulations to Tiger Woods on a phenomenal victory. Um, 15 years later, you won the Masters? Wow. Hey, dude, it's been a long time coming, dude it right. have really been a long time coming. So, congratulations to Tiger Woods on his Masters victory. Anyway, moving on. As I said, wanted to get into some NFL uh, news here. I've got a few things to talk about here. I know we've been talking about NFL for a while now. I think it's only yeah. time to get it stops. But um going to go back and talk about your boy, A.B., Antonio Brown. Once again, still throwing some jabs at my man, Juju Smith. My sir. sweet brother, Noomsy. <laughs> what is – What's up, what's up, baby? I, I don't know. So so the Steelers
1: go ahead and say and uh, decide who their MVPs for the year were. They decided that their MVP on the team for the year was Juju. Uh, Ab had to make a comment about this individual not playing certain games or, or excuse me dropping the ball in a game,
0: if which is ball, just shade
1: for no reason. Yeah. yeah, just shade for no reason. And I you know. <laughs> it's it's it's
0: Dude, we- you, you, you're gone from the team why do you still get why are you still talking you're gone <laughs> why out. do you care but
1: this is where the this is where the Steelers are at now and this opens up the question of okay so the the Ravens have a young quarterback and are trying to figure things out need to revamp their wide receiver core they're turning into a run first team I don't know if this run first team is going to get it done you're not the Seahawks the Seahawks find a way great throwing from their quarterback if they can get great throwing from Lamar Jackson then maybe that could happen the Steelers have more social media millennial drama than any team I've ever seen. You guys look like high schoolers discussing nonsense. What is going on right now? And, and, and this entire thing, uh, uh, what's his name? The Mike Tomlin is coaching for his job because this is the last year of the contract. And he doesn't have AB or Le'Veon Bell to do that. Yeah, have fun.
0: Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think, ben, I think Ben might be done after this year, yo. I would agree. Who's he playing with? Who's he
1: playing with? Nobody's going to listen to his idea of what it takes to be a champion if they're losing a whole bunch of games.
0: Yeah, then that's facts. The
1: Bengals, Right? Exactly. The Bengals then uh, hire a nobody. I think he had, uh, what's his name? Sean McVay and his Rolodex is the reason why they hired him. He might not even have been on one of the staffs. Uh, but I could imagine the Cincinnati Bengals not doing anything. Is this the season that the Browns take this the NFC North?
0: I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. The Browns will win the AFC North in 2019. Damn. Um, put it on it right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. Baker Mayfield is going to go off this season with yes. Odell on one side. He will go off, and especially, like I said, and remember Kareem Hunt, who we said, it's only going to be after for Not even 80s. talking about Kareem Hunt yet. Dude, right? Yeah. The Browns are on. They They won't do much in the playoffs. Yeah. They'll get in. Okay. They won't do what? They'll get in. But the Browns are on the come up.
1: There are Denver Nuggets of the NFL.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Moving on, uh, your Patriots, they re-signed oh, a yeah. kicker. Steven Gaskowski, two years, eight and a half million. Great kicker. Good for him. Yeah. But they did lose wide receiver Chris Hogan to the Panthers. Um. Dude, I mean, Brady needs some help, don't you think? I would agree Brady needs some help. He
1: looks like he's losing his uh, all-pro, all-world tight end in Rob Gronkowski. Uh, He has lost Chris Hogan. Yeah, yeah, who who didn't wasn't even really a part of the win that they had, but was a person you had to game plan for as a defensive coordinator. Their their wide receiver depth chart right now looks at Julian Edelman, who's thirty two, going on thirty-three, Philip Dorsett, who's always been middling, Maurice Harris, who's a nobody, and Braxton Barris is a nobody. I, I wonder if Yeah. You gotta get him some weapons. Gotta get him some weapons, right? They they failed in trading for Odell Beckham Jr., they failed in trading for A B. Do they look in the draft? I don't think a DJ Metcalf works for them. I, I think they need somebody who is a tactician who understands the game. They like guys who are very smart. I don't know DJ Metcalf's IQ as far as football, but it's and we'll talk about football IQ later when we get just talk about Packers. Um, I'm not 100% certain what the next move is. Um, they need guys who can either maximize what Tom Brady's giving you now or be a bridge that can grow with whoever the next guy is that you bring in because you're going to need a new signal caller
0: absolutely absolutely yeah dude i mean he's i think he's going to he's going to definitely surely need um some some help dude uh i just don't get why like they got to they got to bring in something dude they got they got they got to they got to do something quick to get him maybe to help. Flash
1: gordon's coming back right maybe he's actually going to get his his reinstatement we'll see
0: uh, ho- hopefully cuz if you, you bring josh gordon back that that'll definitely help them quite a bit that'll
1: absolutely. definitely help
0: quite a bit. Um, moving on, let's get into our usual divisional round table now. We're gonna start with it, we're gonna do this week is the NFC North. We're gonna start that off with the uh division champs. The uh, <laughs> Bears. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> well done. The uh, we went twelve and four, won the NFC North, powered by that defense. Lo- well, you know, loaded, of course, you know, with Khalil Mack leading the way. Ooh. Yo, Danny Trevathan. From,
1: from like 20th to 1st, that easy. Just add Khalil Mack that's the secret sauce to pour on <laughs> That's there. a
0: bad boy. That's, <laughs> a, bad, that's a bad man, yes, you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, but here's the thing, dude. They don't have many draft picks. They don't have a 1st, obviously, because with the, with the Khalil Mack trade. Um, they don't have a 2nd, and they don't have a 6th as well because of the Khalil Mack trade. So their draft picks are somewhat limited. You know, like I said, they don't have a pick to the third round, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but they did sign safety. Haha, ha Clinton Dix and Maybe helps
1: in the division because he's got all the information on the backers.
0: Yeah, uh, but he, oh, he was split. He was split time last year with the Packers. And then then when he finished Redskins. with the Redskins, yeah. they signed. They got deep. They got wide receiver Cordell Patterson.
1: I don't understand that at all. He's a special teamer
0: that you can sprinkle on things. What
1: are you talking about? wide receiver?
0: Maybe it's for, you know, for gimmick plays, you know, things like that for me. They like maybe put him like a scat money back.
1: on gimmicks now?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe at a scat back position. I'm not sure. You know, Alan Robinson needs to step up, you know. He does. Um, I
1: agree. I agree. Uh, he came over from the uh, the Jaguars. You're better than
0: that. Yeah, but let me ask you this. I mean, can the Bears really win and win long term with Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky? You
1: talked about this in the past. You like his progression, but you don't feel like he's that go-to guy. And, you know, yes, he's got the legs, but he looks like, to me, Mitch Trubisky looks like Blake Bortles with a better arm. Blake Bortles always leveraged that he had some legs, he could run around. But when you gave him guys, he could make some plays. And then when he didn't have guys, what are you going to do? You're talking about Mitch Trubisky taking this offense, and and you think he's going to make Cordero Patterson better because Cordell Patterson is not the level of player that I think you would bring into the fold when you're getting rid of Jordan Howard. You're putting more on Tariq Cohen's plate. You want to run some, like, Patrick Mahomes-type stuff. How did right, right. Cordell Patterson work in the Chiefs' offense as it is right now? He's definitely not Sammy Watkins. He's definitely not Kelvin Benjamin. Those guys have hands. Um, it's it's – I don't know. I don't think, I don't think Mitch, Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky can. But, you know, we'll, we'll discuss about that later.
0: Yeah, I and mean, as far as their needs, I think, you know, I think the biggest thing, you know, is protecting him maybe in the draft. They may go O-line and they yeah. may as well go wide receiver in the draft as well, too. Absolutely. I think, I think they're set on the defense. I mean, like I said, they're one of the best in the game now. So as, as far as that, um, I think they're good, but I think they're going to go with an O-line and wide receiver. I mean, of course, they'll throw in some other pieces, but I think they'll go O-line and wide receiver. Next next up, sorry, did you want to say something about the Bears again? I just,
1: it's funny you mentioned uh, the um... – Uh, protecting him uh, because uh, whatever, I don't know which long it is that plays for the, uh, excuse me, the uh, Chicago Pairs now, but he was quoted, or excuse me, as rated as one of the most overrated players in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And his response on Twitter was, shout out to my agent. So I think I agree. (laughs) He got his money. He got what he needed. But if you think that they need more protection, I would agree. It's either the draft or pay big money to bring somebody in.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, I think they, they think defensively they're good, so I think we're gonna bring some guys in the draft to protect uh, to protect Patricia Rubisky. moving on with the next up in the AFC North, the Detroit Lions or the Detroit Patriots, we're gonna start to call them these days. <laughs> um, they finished six and ten last year, of course. Matt Patricia's first year as head coach, they signed former pass receiver again, Damian and Annie which we might have mentioned before, defensive head, Trey Flowers, yeah. He also recently got running back C.J. Anderson. Why? Why C.J. Anderson? Why? I, dude, I don't know. Go ask them that question, dude. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I don't know where the lines are really going, you know, um, as far as running back position. They got oh, on Johnson, so maybe just want a backup for him. Um, receiving core, Amandola, eh, okay pickup. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, I know you like Kenny Galladay. He's I probably, love
1: me some baby Tron.
0: Yeah, you know, um, Jesse James, I think, is a good pickup at the tight end spot, but they need that height. They have height going on across their entire
1: wide receiver, or excuse me, their uh, receiving core when you got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr., and now Jesse James is just the tree stalks running around. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right? but, dude, but,
0: but here's my question, though, dude. How, how long before Matthew Stafford is really on his way out of Detroit?
1: That's a good question. I mean, and there's a lot of signal callers at their draft positions this year that they could go for that are not, you know, just a gunslinger, doesn't make a decision. There was some stat about how many top or winning team games. Uh, Matthew Stafford has not won in. I, I, I will find it. I'll give back to you later, America. Um, but he just does not win against winning teams. He beats up on the bad teams, but then you expect him to do well in a playoff game and he falls flat for you. Mm-hmm. That can only happen for so long when Detroit seems to be on the come up. They've got a coach. That can do things for them that the Patriots had. They have the defense coming around for it. Uh, the the division seems to be wide open against their counterpart in Michigan. Uh, excuse me, in uh, the Wisconsin Packers, who just don't have their act together. That maybe, yeah, that uh, the you know, Dalt, the excuse me, Detroit Lions can make a step forward. I just don't know if they've got the stuff for it.
0: Yeah, I just don't think, and 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 defensively too, um, they've never really been in a, a stout defensive team as of late. So I just think that's one of the things they need to work on in the draft. Yeah. Um. I think you know, me me, c- cornerback, uh, safety. Yeah. And uh, maybe even receiver as well too to get. Oh, I, w- I would agree.
1: I don't think they have a lot of receivers they pick up over the years, and they are a team known for bringing up receivers. They just those guys don't look like quality. Jake Kumaro doesn't look like quality. Mar, uh, who's the, the the um uh. Scantling, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, doesn't look like it. Equimius, uh, Aquin- Aquanimius Sweet Brown, he doesn't look like it either. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you.
0: I think, yeah, the Lions, I think they need a lot of work. I think they're just going to be that mediocre mid-500 mid, mid team or um, below 500 team each year. Maybe they'll finish 7-9 and nine next season, you know, but uh, I don't think expect. expected. <laughs> but, but, dude, I mean, Stafford, he's a great quarterback. He is. I, I think but- – Honestly, he's, he's a top tier
1: quarterback. He's a top tier quarterback. If he's going to be great, he needs to win a Super a playoff game and get into the NFC Championship game.
0: I think he needs to move on. I, I'm just saying. I think he might need it. It might be time for him to move on. Uh,
1: backup quarterback, Matthew Stafford? Is that what we are talking about? Or, or <laughs> no, no, jo-
0: just just go to a new team for a fresh start with it, with a better, with a better, um, with a better roster. You know, to be honest, I'm just just I just think of what he needs to do. Anyway, next up, the Packers. Um as of late you know i they just recently signed safety adrian amos from the bears um uh, they went six and nine and one last year let's just call it six and ten they, that don't count just call care. It
1: six I, yeah it's all six and ten that's that's yeah
0: now. yeah um dude i don't know i don't know what to say about them you know obviously let mike mccarthy go uh, why are they not bringing in more elite weapons for aaron Rodgers? please answer me that question dude i i because I, I don't know me i don't know why not aaron Rodgers is arguably one of the you know top three quarterbacks if not top two quarterbacks in football you got to get him some web he can't do it all himself. i mean you got devontae adams don't get me wrong phenomenal pro bowl wide receiver yeah yeah you need needs more and where the hell excuse me where the hell is jimmy graham of, of the old jimmy graham been He's done
1: nothing. He's, to... Jimmy Graham is, is, I think he has aged out. I think he can give you jump balls, but I don't think he's that guy. Or at least you're not moving. If he can't make the plays that you're writing up for him, it's just not happening. Um, yeah. You know, what's funny. Let's So this this uh, article came out by Tyler Dunn from the feature report talking about the McCarthy and Rogers relationship. And let's look at the tail end of the relationship here, that they uh, mm-hmm. lost the divisional round. In the playoffs, at a 10 and 6 record, they lost the conference round uh, at a 10 and 6 record in the division. Seven and nine, 6 nine and one. Um, I, I feel like there was a slow deterioration from their Super Bowl season in 2010, that was highlighted by the way that Aaron Rodgers approaches interacting with his coach, interacting with his players, and what some of the, you know, uh, uh, the kind of things Michael Finley said. The kind of things that Greg Jennings said, the kind of things that that uh Ryan Grant, the running back, said.
0: Um yeah.
1: I, I I think they will only go as far as uh they allow Aaron Rodgers to decide I want to be a content professional. These are kind of stories that I do not think will ever come out for Tom Brady. I don't think we'll ever hear about stuff like this. We'll hear about a fractured relationship with yeah. him, Bill Belichick, but he made it work. Um yeah. They definitely are not bringing him weapons. Is that because Aaron Rodgers doesn't want those weapons? Is that because you know imagine, I'm sure they're asking him? I can't
0: imagine. It. I can't imagine what he wouldn't want. I mean, to be honest, I think they should have went full force after Antonio Brown. I would agree. Yeah, that was the guy that they should have went after him yeah. all the way. Because imagine putting him with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Antonio Brown and Aaron, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: The best matchup in the game. That would have been Absolutely. the best combo game.
1: Who do you cover? Because Devontae Adams needs double coverage. He's too young to not. And Antonio Brown is the that's, best wide receiver rating-wise to play the game since 2010. That is nine years of dominance.
0: He deserved Dang. double coverage. They yeah. should have went after A.B. full force. Yeah. There's no reason they couldn't have gotten him because they had a first-round pick to give. They could have given up another fourth-round pick. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Raiders got him for nothing. For nothing.
1: Know? Or nothing, you know, he, listen, you look at the, at the Packers, they said, oh, we got a, we got a, a McVay guy. We're good. I think that, so, uh, there was a blurb that came from Sean Payton. They interviewed him. I think ESPN films or, or NFL films interviewed him. And it's like, what do you think about all the, the youthful hires? And they were just like, oh, I feel like there have been a lot of mistakes made in hiring these young coaches. And we look forward to playing those teams this year. Right, right. You know, I he and that's that's not disrespect. It's just he's he's like you guys don't have the mustard.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: we know that Aaron Rodgers had no respect for a coach who had coached through the ranks, what is he going to do for a guy who was a nobody who just worked on a staff? And the, mind you, the Titans were a twenty-two ranked offense. That's third tier of the NFL. What is a third tier offensive coordinator going to do with? First team level players. I want to see it. Regardless, right. Yeah. No respect for McCarthy. Is he about to have respect for McFleur? We'll see.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. So who 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 knows what's going to happen there? But I think they they've got to do something because Aaron Rodgers is not going to take this lightly. Not and he's he's not going to he's not going to be happy if they don't turn don't waste up. my
1: prime. Don't waste yeah. my prime if exactly. you don't have your ass together.
0: Exactly. Though he's going to not going to be happy if they continue the way they're doing. Anyway, moving on quickly, let's go on to the Minnesota Vikings. They finished the year eight, seven, and one. Um, they recently just extended uh, wide receiver Adam Thielen four years, sixty-four million dollars to pay that man one of the best pair, the best pair of hands in the game. One of the best yeah. pair of hands in the game. Yeah. Um, phenomenal player, you know, under you know undrafted guy, you know, from from Minnesota. Minnesota, your- yeah. <laughs> you Don't
1: know. you know? Give me those
0: dollar bills, <laughs> dude. He's been putting up some numbers. Yeah. He's a, he's a fantasy stud. Eight straight
1: 100-yard games. Well, I think he had 14 touchdowns. Woo! Dude.
0: That you was know. good. That was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, dude, I mean, him and Stephon Diggs there is definitely a problem. Dalvin Cook, is he going to be really healthy, you know, um, next season? Without Lutani's I mean, I
1: mean, Murray backing him up as well. I mean, I know, you know, they need somebody to take that extra work off of
0: him. Right. That's the thing, you know. So, what's going to happen there? But my question really is, you know, are Kirk – can fans really believe that Kirk Cousins can take Minnesota where they want to go? I, I don't know.
1: America, I don't know. Kirk Cousins is. Kirk Cousins is a great businessman. He made millions of dollars – Excuse me, in the NFL over the last few years, mm-hmm. does his winning percentage reflect the amount of money invested in Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, you know, he went to a team that was thirteen and three. You're telling me for an improvement at the quarterback position, you're expecting sixteen and zero? He's that, no Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, dude. And then they recently just traded for quarterback for backup quarterback Trevor Simeon from with Denver. So they obviously they don't really if they bring in a, a quarterback just like that quickly. Yes. and You're training for one. That means they're kind of like, uh, I don't we know. We could have drafted somebody. We could have drafted and had a person holding the clipboard behind
1: you who wouldn't expect to play someday. You right. know like, exactly. I
0: mean, and you know, you're paying to higher You know they could have drafted somebody in the sixth, seventh round exactly. So I uh, and I remember man. Kirk Cousins' contract is fully guaranteed.
1: Fully, that eighty-four million is paid. So he either plays and succeeds or he plays and he sucks. It is
0: what it is. Yeah, exactly. So, I, 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 dude, I I don't know, man. I think they got – as far as draft needs are concerned, I think they're going to start with the O-line. Then he gets to the defensive line um, and the linebacker spot. But if Dalvin Cook is healthy – you know you protect Kirk cousins i think he'll do well but where's the defense when they like we you, like, you know we said where they were when they went 13-3 2 seasons ago in the NFC championship game they were one of the best defenses in the in the league that year
1: they and- were they were they were um and you know i mean it, it's 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 you're very interesting that you bring that up The defense was a big thing for them i think one of the issues uh that they dealt with was um, the safety position, and I can't remember his name, the safety that currently, Andrew Sandejo. Andrew Sandejo got injured in the NFC Championship game, and I think that opened up the doors for the Eagles to beat them. Andrew Sandejo now plays for the Eagles on a one-year $1.3 million contract. Now, the, the, the safety position is the end of the defense, right? This individual is surveying everything, and he's your last line of defense. I like Andrew Sandejo as my last line of defense. Apparently, the Vikings did not.
0: But but don't forget, the Vikings still do have pro bowler Harrison Smith is one of the best in the, in the game. And Xavier
1: Rhodes out there on the corner for them as well. You know, so it's not like you know, outside your word. They still, on, got,
0: they still got a Dean Everson Griffin. Yeah. Um, they re-signed Anthony Barr. He was going to go to the Jets, I believe. I he saw started, that. I saw that. He was teasing the in, Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. decided to stay in Minnesota. So they've got some good pieces there. So I don't know, maybe it was just a, you know the schemes they were running. Yeah. I, so I was kind of surprised that the defense didn't do as well last season.
1: Yeah,
0: but um, I think the Vikings. They, I think they'll be all right. Like I said, they make sure they protect Kirk Cousins, maybe get another piece on the defensive side, my D line. Um, and I think they'll be okay, dude. I think the Vikings will be okay. Um, but like I said, they I don't think they're that def- defensively with the Bears. Yeah, they're not on that level, but yeah. they'll be all right. So, but as long as Mitchell Trubisky, you know, can continue playing well for them, I think it's going to be. The Bears and the Vikings battling it out for that division I would, title. I don't, I don't think that.
1: the Packers are in play for the for the championship of this division. So I'm okay. gonna I have a question. Uh, so in thinking about you know the the Bears and the Vikings going at it, do you feel like we have seen the last of this division being run by the Packers in the sense that this next year could could the Bears take a step back? Yeah, they won the division, but the the Vikings are there, and we know the Vikings have the players to do so. You know, the, I I find the NFC North to be very competitive. I think the 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 Lions are not going to be in it. But have we seen the last of the Packers? Is this time for the Packers to like fall I, away?
0: I think, do it unless they bring in some elite talent for Aaron Rodgers, like I said before, and then revamp that defense. I think it might be. Um, and, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still going to do Aaron Rodgers things um, and put up Aaron Rodgers numbers. Yeah. But I think you're I think this may be, you know, and I don't think he's going to leave. Obviously, he's got that. He got that huge contract earlier yeah. last year. Big money. Yes. Yeah. A hundred million dollar deal. So he'll be around. But um, I, I think you're right. I think, you. yeah, I think the Packers are done. I think the Packers are done. It's going to be the Bears and Vikings for a while. Man, let's let's
1: <laughs> Enjoy this ride while it happens.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, that's gonna do it for our time today, folks. Appreciate you joining in as always. Um, last words going out this week. Tonight, tonight is the night. April 14. Game of Thrones is officially back, people. <laughs> <laughs> two years now for the final season to come back. It I'm ready. Here. I am ready for Game of Thrones to be back on. It's funny because I wasn't always a big Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. I got into it late, you know, uh, people keep telling me, Oh, watch it, watch it, watch it. It was like it was on like season three of RR. I was like, Oh fine. Before I had to start I had to start from the beginning. Uh, uh. Yeah, I had to start from the beginning, so I Watch the first episode, I was like, Yeah, it's all right. Watch the second episode, Yeah, Not really, you know, a medieval times kinda of guy, you know, I don't but then I just kinda of got hooked. Been in on it <laughs> you know, I been in it, you know, my girl Khaleesi's doing her thing. Uh, Cersei's up in there, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what's going to happen when, when my man Jon Snow uh, Ooh, Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> on, so. you it. Let's go, baby! <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely amped up for that. Yeah. But anyway, sir, it was good seeing you as always, my friend. So oh, uh, until, until, until next time, uh, deuces. Peace okay, out. Put Make sure, sure to
1: subscribe and like. What's the word? Entertainment. We want to see you. We want to ride for you. Let's go.
0: Absolutely, man. Thank you for, once again, Obed. I'll see you next time, dude. All right.
1: Take care, brother. Peace.